Small Business and Startup Stories DSM features conversations with small business owners who share their victories and failures on their path to success. Small Business and Startup Stories DSM is produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. More tips and resources are available at dsmpartnership.com backslash small business. I am your host, Emily McLean. Here with us today is Sarah and Tony Chum of Five Borough Bagels. If you love a good bagel, Five Borough Bagels is worth the visit, yes. guaranteed. Hi, guys. How are Hi. you today? Hey, so good. good. How are you? Good. I see you guys brought some coffee in with you. What is that? I that did. looks delicious. It's our delicious cold brew, which yes. we um, let brew overnight. It's addicting. Yep. It's addicting. All right. You guys <laughs> can get that in Clive. That's your current location. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. So tell me, what is Five Borough Bagels? Yeah, so we started this little idea in our kitchen um, about seven years, eight years ago. Um, I'm from New York, and that's where I met Tony. And we one night just wanted to make, you know, a classic bagel, New York style bagel and cream cheese. And uh, they came out pretty amazing. So we joked around about opening our own shop. And it took us a good year to right what exactly we wanted to do we're um the logistics yep i was um, working full-time at marriott hotel and sarah was working at a small magazine company yeah i was doing um i was an art director so it was easy for me to transition marketing wise um you know starting it so and i had the hospitality industry right put our two great minds together and we created a fatal shop yeah eight weeks Eight weeks yeah. <laughs> from making your first bagel to opening your first um, store? No, it was eight weeks from signing, I believe, signing the, the, con- the, lease. the lease, and then the countdown started. So you said, Sarah, that you are from New York. Mm-hmm. Tony, are you from New York as well? I wish. I'm from Pella, <laughs> Pella, Pella Iowa. Pella is just as good. We love Pella. <laughs> no, I love Pella, it's too. It's the same. <laughs> Go Dutch. No, Go Dutch. No, I, I learned a lot from a small town, especially with the hospitality and growing up in my culture, my mom would always make sure our guests were, um, you know, well fed and taken care of. And I brought that into my work ethic. Right. And I, I was missing, you know, that classic, you know, because in, you know, getting on the train, bagel, cream cheese and a coffee or bacon, egg and cheese, ketchup. That's my favorite. <laughs> so you met in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you come back to Iowa? Shoot. I How did you convince her to move from the Big Apple <laughs> to beautiful Des Moines, Iowa? Well, I originally wanted I mean, to be an actor, to be honest. That's why I moved to New York City. I went to an acting conservatory and all that, but to pay my bills, I obviously had to work. And I was worked as a server. I shadowed Martha Stewart. Um, I did a lot of catering events. And, right. Um, I just fell in love with that industry. And to convince her to come with me... I was, struggl- I was a struggling artist, and... I couldn't even get a job at like a Rite Aid or CVS. Yeah. I mean, she was fresh it was out of college and yeah. You had to get like ten years plus experience. Right. So no one was, no one was willing to give me a shot. I was ready to, for a new life. So we we literally packed up a U-Haul from Queens, and we and drove. drove all the way. Mm-hmm. To Pella and lived there for a little bit. Yeah, I cried for two years. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> I'm so not Pella, kidding. Pella's a good town. So oh, you yeah. came from Pella to uh, to Des Moines, mm-hmm. and Fibro Bagels is in Clive. Tell me about the location. I know when we spoke earlier, yeah. the location spoke to you. Well, we have always lived on the west side, and we love how that location 
on university is surrounded by, you know, all those buildings. So my first thought was catering. And Tony has a lot of experience in catering. So um, it made it easy for us to um, build that up because they were right there. Yeah, everyone was yeah. questioning as to why we didn't choose downtown. Why didn't we right. go? Because everyone thinks, that, oh, the west side is so far. It's really not. But we got to know a lot of our clientele, especially with Marriott. I worked in West Mar- West Somalia Marriott. And we like the family-oriented kind of place. Right. Um, you kind of get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. We um, have the country club right behind us. And those right. Are, a lot of our regulars are from there. And then, yeah, we have the golf course and the mall. Everyone travels to Jordan Creek. And we get people going across country, you know, stopping and get bagel. Now, I've been, I've been to your guys' cafe. Yes. It is super cute. Thank you. It gives me uh, New York vibes. Is that on purpose? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted, uh, obviously, it's a smaller space. So we're constantly, like, if you work with us or have worked with us, we're constantly... Evolving how we work, um, the efficiency and even the seating, the layout, the it's small, so we have to a make it comfortable and pretty, and b make it efficient. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know you said New York vibe, and I feel like that's such a generic. Because New York is New dirty. Always <laughs> it's stank. <laughs> it stank's good. It's on time. Good New York, like cafe. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Like trendy, up and coming, right? But yes. yeah, you know, that's definitely what we we want to go towards where the young cr- crowd would love to go eat. You know, so we make it fun. We blast up the music. I um, mean, you always turn it down when I turn it up. So <laughs> the music selection sometimes is off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell we're married, right? <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> <laughs> so a married couple how oh, did yeah. you turn from full-time professionals into entrepreneurs basically overnight I I mean I grew up in my dad's my dad had a shop for 30 years I my my bus would drop me off there and what did he do he was a jeweler so it was literally him by himself you know every single day I saw all the struggles I you know I was a kid but growing up, I remember little things that I do now that he did by himself. And I'm glad I get to do that with Tony. Same. Yeah. I just, I'm very thankful that we've, we've got a great team right. um, between me and her. She's great at other things that I don't even like to touch and vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We stay in our lane, but at the same time, we hold each other accountable and get it done and don't get me wrong it's not and thank you for you know stating that it's like overnight but it feels like it's been 30 years <laughs> i feel like i've aged a lot and i have a lot of new gray hairs and, and you know uh, yeah. new wrinkles but it's okay and the thing about being an entrepreneur okay. that as an entrepreneur you're always wanting to become better at what you do and we I've still have so that many passion things. and i feel like if you don't have, if you lose that passion, it, it can get scary because you're so deep in and you don't know if you should keep going or just give up. But we, surprisingly, every day, it, it's, the, it's the same passion and I'm so thankful. And your passion has grown. Yes. You guys, I hear, are opening a new location here very yes. soon. Tell yes. us a little bit about that. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. <laughs> well, we decided to finally expand 
and taking control of our product. Yes. Granted, um, people love a product now because they're actually authentic New York bagels. But now that we have the ability to make it, we have more control. We're going to be doing wholesale. We're going to be hopefully um, joining in other restaurants and having them serve our bagels right. as well. A lot of hotels, especially downtown, you know, they've been waiting for us to, to wholesale. So it'll be awesome to crank them out. And what were the different challenges from opening your first location to expanding and opening a second and going wholesale? How does that compare? Um, it's kind of, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like when you have your first child. And I know a lot of people won't, you know, don't have kids or just whatever it may be. But going into your first child, you have no idea what to expect. And we had no idea what to expect. Well, yes. Especially... And we had a child in the middle of it who was born early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, going back to where you had asked about how is it, you know, building this new restaurant compared to the old one? Well, the one that we have now, it was just basically me and her. Like, we were general yes. contractors. We've built so many um, great relationships throughout the seven years we've been open that we knew who we wanted to work with. And we know who, let me make that clear too, we know who we do not want to work with because they there there are people out there that saw a young, you know, startup that wanted to take advantage. We didn't let that happen. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember. You just, even, even as an entrepreneur, there's many people who go different routes and different right. ways on how they want to succeed. We made it a point where these are the people who want to work with because we right. trust them. Um, we get along with them. They get straight point to the business, but at the same time, um, I think I think that trust factor is really important. So building that relationship helped us um, gain more. I guess I was want to say we have more help as far as contracting goes, design aspects. And And we kind of know what red flags to look out for. And we know, um, I mean, just today we had a meeting and we agreed that we don't have a decision on something. We agreed to figure it out blindly. And we work really well like that. So that's really important. That's kind of what I was trying to get out with the the first kid. You know, you have Mm -hmm. no idea. You figure it out. Thinking back to when you were opening your first location Mm -hmm. there in Clive, what were some of the main challenges that you didn't expect? Oh, man, there's too many. I don't even know where to... Uh, Not having an appropriate place to have a panic attack. Um, (laughs) Mental health is important uh, at every stage, whether you're an entrepreneur or if you work in a big company. It's an important aspect. There's lots of like legal things that we didn't know about, and we kind of learned as we went as far as like restaurant license goes. Yeah, we did. We literally had a Google, like, we had no idea. We did everything, all the research ourselves, um, filed all the appropriate, you know, permits and paperwork and everything, the licensing, the inspections, all that stuff. Um, so looking back, I mean, it's yeah. impressive. And going back to like as an entrepreneur, don't be scared to not know anything because most of the time it's all it's going to fall on you and you have to research and look at look it up yourself exactly and sorry another thing i also learned is don't be scared to um, ask for help or even hire people who are 
um, expert in different departments that know it better than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from a management and um, an arts background, had you had experience in HR? That is a pain point in the economy right now. How did you go to hiring from just you two working on your business to hiring your first employee? Man, it has changed so much. It, it's scary how much it's changed. Um, I've, I had zero experience. It's something that I learned along the way, and I'm very open about that. Um, I admit I had no voice when we first opened. I was, you know, just on survival mode. Now I can get it done, no problem. Um, I Everyone calls me HR, even though we hire that out <laughs> now. But, yeah, it's completely different. It's now. funny how you mention HR, because I think that's something that we're, we're struggling with as far as building relationships, because yes. me and Sarah are very open and we're advocates of mental health, and we want to make sure that the people that we hire are comfortable we almost treat them as if they were family. Unfortunately, that gets such been, a bad, you know. You know, you can't win either way. You can't win. So when yes, we did become close with a lot of our employees in the beginning, but now that we've learned, after being open for seven years, as a business and as a professional, it's unfortunate that we can't get that close anymore. Um, yeah, and a lot of bridges. It hurt. Burned. It hurts on both ends, and. Um, it's something that we had to learn, and I'm glad we went through it because if not, we would have just, you know, people can, we've been stolen from uh, at our darkest moment. So um, people, you just can't really trust a lot of people, unfortunately. And that's a piece that a lot of people don't think about when they, don't. they go to open their first business or their second business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you learn by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Right. You have created a lot of friends in the community. You guys yes. have a lot of amazing partnerships. Yes. Paws and Pints. Tell me about oh, uh, the bagel dogs at Paws oh and Pints. <laughs> They're so good. I love how we, like, you can just give one, obviously give one to your dog and eat one too. Like, it's just so fun. Uh, they're hand-rolled. I mean. Yeah, we hand-roll them. Yeah. And the best part is that you get to season it any way you want to, too. Right. I don't know. Have you had one yet? No, no, I have not. That is on my list of things to do. But you guys have a really interesting menu beyond your your Paws and Pines menu. Tell me what's your favorite thing and what is the most interesting thing that you've added to your menu since you started? Yeah. Um, Well, uh, in addition to this bagel business, um, my family and I, we opened up a sauce called Serenade. And um, we incorporated some of that sauce into our menu items and they they're um, special like right now we have a chan mi it's a play on a banh mi it's really good and hopefully they will be in stores too not the sandwich but the sauce i i love our locks it's just so uh, mouth watering and it just hits the spot anytime you release a new item there's a risk how do you calculate that how do you know That's if something was question. successful yeah i I'm a numbers person, um, and uh, I I kind of start, you know, marketing it and then kind of getting the feel. You can kind of just tell if people are asking for it early or what, asking when is it coming or stuff like that. 
And then I always pull numbers like first hour, first day, and then a week. And if it's just not worth it, um, it's gone. I don't like to waste time. Limited time only. Absolutely. Yeah, it's exactly. always a good spin on it. Absolutely. Yeah, we had like many specials that failed, many specials that... We laugh like, now. Like rainbow bagels, we Remember had the pizza pretzels? bagels. The pretzels? Oh, the pretzels are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we just learned, you know, you stick to your own lane. You yes. just stick to what sells, which is bagels and cream cheese and, and coffee. bagel sandwiches. And coffee. And coffee. Your coffee is delicious. Oh, where yeah. Where do you get your coffee from? We use a local roaster um, in Altoona. Yeah, her um, name's Aisha, yeah, and it's Capital City Coffee. Yes, she's amazing. She's made she made our blend custom, you know, to us our palette um, since day one. It's never changed. So we we love that. That's an amazing partnership. Yes, Paws and Pines Coffee. What what's next? What are you going to conquer next? What's your next partnership mm. goal here in Des Moines? Maybe that's a secret. <laughs> Top secret information. I can't keep secrets. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll check your social medias for when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Where does the small business and entrepreneurial community need the most help, in your opinion, going through what you've gone through seven years in business? What is lacking? Where Mental can it be strengthened? Awareness. Mental oh health awareness. Gosh. Yes, it's so important. Uh, Tony, luckily, I've been blessed with such an amazing husband and business partner, but I have my I have so many struggles that no one will know. Like even the stairs, like I have a nerve condition that no, it's you know invisible, um, which causes pain. So he's been so patient, helping me get through just the struggles that no one sees, and it affects my work. I don't want it to, but it does. And there's so many people that struggle. Yeah, and that's why we're so blessed to have this kind of platform as far as like our restaurant goes. And that's one of the reasons why Sarah's been so vocal on social media about what we're doing, about you know how we're doing and how our staff is being treated. Because there's not a lot of people who have that ability to do so local here. And so we want to make sure that we're voiced that way as well. Yeah, it can it can ruffle feathers, but I don't care. And it, it, people can form their own opinion, or uh, it is what it is. I I just I know what I struggle with, which is real, and I know a lot of people do. So, uh, among other things, so whenever we get the chance, we try to bring it up. And I know when we spoke earlier, you're active not only in your partnerships in the community, but you're also active in advocating for some special causes in the community. Yes, so much. Um, our daughter was born three months premature, um, unplanned, obviously, and um, Blank, she was born at Blank Children's Hospital in the, you know, in the NICU, or she stayed for 47 days. And um, it's, uh, what are we, five years in? And it's still so fresh. Like even the smell of certain soaps that I use vividly remember and it affects my everyday you know my my thinking and it's so important to talk about it because people just sweep it under the rug Mm -hmm. and i hate that and we had a miscarriage recently right um we're still dealing with it every day because it's not something you heal from it's something you have to live with and learn learn from and grow strong well when we were in the NICU people would drop off you know 
Right. I'm working with a nurse there who's actually a regular, Caitlin. Um, she was Ari's nurse, um, one of her nurses. There's 35 babies there right now. And I'm not sure if you saw on our social media, but we have a fundraiser for the month of December. Um, we raised over $1,000, actually, to That's make amazing. care packages. So I've been kind of running around trying to find essentials to throw in and drop off. Another reason why she said, like, the mental health aspect of things for where people seem to not find help with this when they're running their small business is there's lots of rejections. Um, You have people who are opening up their own businesses and then friends may support you for, like, the first week or so. And then they see it and they're like, either one, they get jealous or two, they, they they're not interested, you. they don't support no. you. And so as someone who just opened up their own business... We've been through that. You feel like you're failing. You don't know who to turn to to ask for advice. Right. Because you know how to... You know the numbers. You know what people want. You know all the statistics. But who is there going to... There's no, there's no help, I guess, to... Right. To Sometimes the up. closest people around you are the most jealous and the most hateful behind your back. And that's super uh, real, and it happens every day. And it happened to us. It's still probably happening. Um, But it doesn't affect our passion, I guess. We just keep going. I love that. That is, it's amazing that you guys are such advocates for every aspect of the entrepreneurial community. You guys really bring a light to a lot of the struggles that all of our entrepreneurs face here. So going into 2023, what are your personal goals for your business and how would you like to grow? What would you like to see? That's a great question. I or you want to go first? Go ahead. I was recently um, well I'm I'm Cambodian and the Iowa Asian Alliance is it's been here for a while, but surprisingly I'm just now getting my 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 what's the saying? My Feet wet. Feet wet. <laughs> yeah, and I want to. I want to see myself more involved as far as programs like Iowa, Iowa Asian Alliance goes. Nice. Yeah. I just want to, you know, make bagels, drink <laughs> drink a lot of coffee, and um, perfect our recipes yes. and bulk bulk it out. And then the long term goal would be franchising. Yeah, franchising, and then, and then I'm done. <laughs> I'm not. Never. I can't. <laughs> I'll be working Mama's when I'm done. dead. <laughs> I'm tired. True entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. So with your expansion, I have to ask, are you hiring? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very much. And Very when much. are you guys expected to open that new location in Urbandale? Um. We haven't really decided an official date yet, but we are hoping sometime in February or March. All right, so everyone, if you're looking to join a really amazing bagel shop that has great connections and fights for some good causes, go check out fiberobagels.com. You can also check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. all the goods, TikTok. You guys have a TikTok? Oh, yeah. oh we have lots of fun. We went viral in one video. Mm-hmm. Wow, viral videos. I'm going to have to check this out. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. fun. Awesome. Is there any last words that you guys would like to say today? just thank you and if i mean it's such a cliche thing to say but if anyone's out there you know 
having wanting to open up your own business just keep going keep at it at least try you're gonna hear more no's than yes and right. you're gonna keep going because that's what's gonna make you successful yeah and ultimately there is a fantastic bagel shop if you need a bagel and a coffee and somewhere to cry <laughs> oh yeah as for me and we'll cry together <laughs> <laughs> that offer i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that open okay <laughs> well thank you so much everybody for being here today Again, you can find our resources at dsmpartnership.com backslash small business. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Small Business and Startup Stories DSM podcast. Inspired by these stories, we offer a hub full of resources needed for any small business owner to grow and succeed in Greater Des Moines at dsmpartnership.com backslash small business.